Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Listen to me. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together. Everybody, uh, you're listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. Uh, one and only it is Steve Harvey. Yeah, got a radio show. Okay. This is uh, timely for everybody, I'm sure. Um, I want to offer you all uh, some encouragement because everybody needs it. Let me tell you something. Uh, You strike out on your goals. You strike out on your aspirations. And so you strike out as it happens to all of us. Here it comes. Life. Life just hits one of them bad notes. As it always does. As it always does for all of us. For everybody. Now, When those bad notes happen, when the haters come out of nowhere, when the setback comes up, when the the out of nowhere appears, when the I didn't see that coming comes, here's, here's what you have to do. Here is the thing that I have been teaching myself for years that I used to not always understand, so I'm trying to give it to you. You have to be encouraged anyway. Now, that's difficult. Okay, Steve, what you talking about? You just told me all this discouraging stuff that can happen, and you said you got to be encouraged anyway. Yeah, man, you have to. Because what's happening to you right now, the thing that you're going through right now, 
the thing that everybody's going through right now. Ain't nobody on smooth sailing, man. Everybody got something. And if they if they on smooth sailing, just know this is coming. There's nothing I'm wishing on anybody. It's just that this is life. This is how it happens, everybody. So please stop stop getting on the old oh, woe is me bandwagon. Oh Lord, why me? Oh Lord, something always happened to me. Something always happens to everybody. But here's what you got to do when you get in moments like this. You got to be encouraged. You got to remember in those times, in those times when it's going wrong, you got to remember all that you've been through. You got to remember all that you've come through. You have to remember those other times when you felt like this and somehow, unexplainably, you don't even really stop to say nothing about it. It just changed for you. And the problem that was is no more. And the situation that seemed so insurmountable, you got over it. You got around it. You got over it. Sometimes you just got to slide right under it. Sometimes you got to plow through it. But in those times when it's discouraging for you, when you feel like giving up, those are the tests. Those are the moments that will determine whether we make it or not. I'll tell you one thing for sure. If you give up in these moments right here, here is a for sure, you'll never make it. That's unquestionably the deal. If you give up in these dark times, if you give up in these what you think is insurmountable moments, if you turn back now, here is the 1,000% for sure, you ain't going to make it. But there's a bright side to this situation. If you keep your head down, if you keep forging, if you keep pressing on, sometimes if you just stand there and sometimes get knocked to your knees, but if you stay in that place, if you just stay there and ride the storm out, my head is bloodied but unbowed. If you can just stay there, if you can sit in that moment and ride it out, you will win. You will pass the test and you will get to move on to the next level. But there is no next level without a test. You can't get to grade six without passing grade five. You can't be a senior without first being a junior. You can't graduate without fulfilling the hours and requirements. You see, I don't care what you do in life. Look at it. It's all set up on levels where you've got to accomplish the thing before in order to get to the next level. And when you've made those level accomplishments, you get to graduate. Now, you can go on and get a master's and a Ph.D. You can go on and become rich. You can go become wealthy or you can go or you can go somewhere and think yourself in another set of circumstances. But you got to go through something to get to something. There ain't nothing free. So you can stop that notion about being successful. That is easy. Come on, man. If it was easy, what 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 we on what we talking about? It is not easy. Stop thinking it is. It is difficult. 
But I'll tell you what's even more difficult than becoming successful. You want to know what that is? Try not being successful your whole life. That's hard. You are listening to a person who has done them both. Been successful and really, really been not successful. And I got news for you. Both of them hard. But I would rather deal with what it is to be something, to make something out of myself, to force myself to go to work when I don't feel like it. This morning was a rough get up for me. But I got up and I said, thank you anyway. Never give up. And I don't watch this dude till he didn't mess around and got close to me because he just never gave up. You can, you can never, ever give up. Never. It's not an option. Giving up cannot be an option for you. You cannot do that. You, it's, it's out of the question. It's inconceivable in your mind to quit. Because to quit is to what? What you get when you quit? Nothing. There is a reward for those who hang in there, who never give up, who forge through, who see it through, who get knocked down and get back up, who gets trampled but somehow gathers themselves and get back to your knees. But stay in that place, man. Don't ever give up. Don't let go. Be encouraged. Think of all you've been through. Think of all you come through. Think of all he's done for you. Think of all the times you thought you wasn't going to make it, but somehow, without you ever even saying thank you, he got through. He got you through it anyway. That's that thing called grace now. We kind of need that in our life. I, I, all, I, all I need is a little more grace. You can't give God no money for grace, man. Grace is absolutely free. It's available to everybody. But you can't get none if you quit. Don't give up. I'll just tell you that flat out. Don't ever give up. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, here we are, the beginning of a new day. It's Tuesday, y'all. Steve Harvey Morning Show. The countdown is in. We five days (laughs) from one of the greatest days of all time, which Mm -hmm. is Easter Sunday. It is the recognition of those who are of the Christian faith in the resurrection of the one and only, the Lord and Savior himself, Son of God, Savior to the world. That would be the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Hmm. uh, Right after that, Take your time now. Take your time. Walk it. That evening. Uh huh. After you have recognized the man himself. Uh huh. It's going down at the verses. <laughs> Earth, wind, and fire. Jesus first, though. I, I said yes, that, always. didn't I? Uh-huh, I gave right. it up yes, to him. Yes, 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 you did. Yes, you did. I said after that. I'm with you. Yes, gave him his. Earth, wind, and fire, and that damn Ronald Eisen. Yes. <laughs> Hosted by mm. who? None you other than host- you know who's hosting it. Your damn boy. Uh-oh. <laughs> Not your boy. Boy, your boy. Blue cheese. Boy, y'all better come get your boy. <laughs> he gonna be wild. I've been standing in the closet all morning. What doing? What with my oh, hands baby. on my hips? <laughs> clothes or no clothes? Just trying. No, I'm gonna have on clothes. 
Oh, okay. No, that'd be, I mean, a, that'd be a whole nother no, verse. No, this morning. No, not on the show. You'd stand in the, in the closet with your hands on your hips. You have on clothes and no clothes. Oh, no. No, I was naked in the closet. Yeah, because usually when you have your hands on your hips, I like to, you know, I like to see what I'm going to have on. Right. Barely like the visual. I go, I go strip <laughs> butt naked. Him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For the back. Man. He's not I know Ron Isley and Verdine. Yeah, Verdine. Yeah. Boy, they gonna give it to the people. Now. Ain't no telling what Verdine gonna have on. That's right. You gotta plan early. You Probably gonna have thing. on them damn white boots with the shingles on them. <laughs> Tight ass pants with the shingles on that. And them. Suede white vest. Your hair gonna be done. A hair done with a glitter shirt, Ron gonna have on him. Ron gonna have on so many sparkles. Yeah. <laughs> Blinky is shiny. It's Man, shiny. shirt open down to his navel. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Spectators on fur. Ron don't angle. give a damn about Peter. <laughs> so I can't be between these two legends to be standing there looking like a news reporter. Come on, blue cheese now. You you gotta gotta I got to it, come baby. up in there. I will him. not have a tie on. I'm going to truly honor. Lord. Old ass Steve Harvey will be hosting this show. What about a uh, scarf, though? What about what? Like a an scarf. ascot or something? No, hell no. No? Thank you, no scarf blocking my outfit. <laughs> All right, look, (laughs) we'll be talking about this all week, okay? Coming up now, though, as we switch gears, 32 minutes after the hour, the Ask the CLO segment, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for Ask the CLO. This one is from Frida in Jacksonville. I'm a 28-year-old single woman, Frida says, and a man that lives in my apartment complex invited me to game night at his place. It was just the two of us, and we played Uno and drank a lot of tequila. The rules were whoever loses has to take off, you know, a piece of clothes. Uh, Okay. Mm -hmm. I lost two games, and I ended up in my panties and my bra. When it got late, he told me to get dressed so he could walk me home. (laughs) Nothing happened, not even a kiss on the cheek. Was he turned off by me, or was he being a gentleman? Hmm. Well, let's talk about a couple of things. <laughs> They're not Come on, in draw here. Four. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Skip. Let's just. Reverse. Let's Reverse. just. I don't Skip. know. Woo. Thanks to you. you naked, and mm-hmm. you sitting up in bra and panties. He mm. made up the rules. Yeah. And when you took all your clothes off, he said, all right, that's it. Just put everything on. Be nice, CLO. See you some other time. Well, let me ask you something. When you pulled your clothes off, was you completely comfortable? Apparently, she sounds like she was, Steve. She was real. Yeah, she said I lost two games and I ended up in my panties and bra. Okay, well, she didn't say if he lost any games. So let's just look at this. Let's take the road that I think what could have happened. It depend if you're 28, it depends on how old he is. If he over 40, it's game. Yeah, he played. He played you and you just going he just going to see where it would go and 
He playing it. Now, next time, yeah, come you on. sit up there and you take him off. I can't tell you. I can't promise you nothing after that. When you come back up in here, if I invite you to game night again and you ask show up, we ain't got to play no cards this time. All to be. See, I want up. That no could draw. be it. No well, she can. sounded like she was disappointed. Nothing happened, not even a kiss on the cheek. Well, you know. You this is I haven't seen you, so only you can answer this question. But you could send us if what you, you saw like. yourself sitting, if you was him. And uh-huh. you saw you sitting over there in some panties and a bra. 28? What would you do? Right. 28? At 28? This sounds Feel? like it was really naked and afraid. It really do sound like it. <laughs> when I was 28, I wouldn't have given a damn what you look like. It would have been, I would have felt obligated at this point. <laughs> Your duty. <laughs> this looks like something I must do. But how is she not fine at 28, though? What? 28? Sure. 28? Some people ain't fine at 28. Shirley, Shirley. When you graduated, you was about 18, as are all of us. Yeah, yeah. When you went to your 10-year reunion, Uh Mm. did you not go, what the hell? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Who the hell? At Mm. 10 years? Yes. Yeah. 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 Lloyd Freeman. Looking a mess. Uh-huh. <laughs> what? Lloyd had four teeth missing in the front, all in the top. Just ten years later? I'm going, dog, you ain't got no teeth for the reunion? Lauren in the DMV says, I'm in my mid-30s and I'm dating a fine man I met at church. We're both in the choir, and I had a crush on him for a while, but then I heard he wasn't interested in females. Well, he asked me out a few months ago, and now we're dating. Other choir members give me the side eye when they see us together, and it makes me unsure about my man. We've had sex, so I know he's into me, but how can I tell if he's got other interests, too? Well, hell, everybody else knows except you. That's it? We're not, hey, yeah, uh-huh. we're not preaching to the choir. Come on. <laughs> you in the choir. <laughs> <laughs> and who looking at you side-eyed? Mm, all right, now. Other choir members. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, he might be changing his ways, but he picked you to change him with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I right. play Uno. Go ahead. It could happen. Well, Mo, Mo in Gary, Indiana says, I'm a 44-year-old married woman, and I need to know why my husband's underwear keeps disappearing. He has started going back to the gym after work, and when he gets home, he drops his clothes in the floor and he takes a shower. I've been picking up this man's clothes and washing them for nine years, and I can't figure out why some days there's no underwear on the floor or in his gym bag. My intuition says something strange is going on, and he's hiding his underwear from me. What do you think? Mm. Now, one of two things can be happening. Mm. I have taken off a pair of drawers. Yeah. In my life. Here we go. Where I had to immediately take out back <laughs> and start a fire <laughs> and get them draws aflame. How gamey can you I knew in hell well not to put them in my mama washing machine. Yeah. Because I was going to spoil all the clothes in the wash. <laughs> What he can run up and down the floor playing basketball. 
Them things in that would, would ruin some things. Now, the other, other time, back in my wild days, mm. when I was wilding, yeah. some of them draws couldn't come back to the house either. Mm-hmm. Because? Okay. Just evidence. <laughs> he was wild. Yeah. Couldn't do it. You know, tell him what's on these draws. Run that blue light over that. Oh, Cosmetics. <laughs> Just I can't explain nothing on these draws. <laughs> Handprints. <laughs> Makeup. Yeah. What is this stuff? I couldn't know. So, ain't but two things. He either working out really hard and he's embarrassed, or he's working out real hard and he's embarrassed. And he's embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you, CLO. Coming up next, the nephew with Run That Prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is standing by with today's national news. As we are uh, praying for our neighbors dealing with the flooding in Nashville and the surrounding areas in Tennessee. In entertainment news, did you guys see Steve's big announcement about versus? Okay, Earth, Wind, and Fire versus the Isley Brothers battle. We'll talk about all of that at the top of the hour. But right now, the nephew is here to run that prank back. What you got for us, Neff? It's time to help some people, Shirley. This right here is Make a Wish Ministry. Make you know, yes, mm-hmm. but we are here to help those that are less fortunate, need some things. Uh, it's a beautiful one. Let's go, cat dog. Make a wish ministry. New Baptist, this is Terrence. May I help you, please? Brother Terrence? Yeah. Uh, how you doing? I, I got your uh, your number. You you with the, uh, over the church, you with the Make a Wish ministry? Yes, I am. I may help you. Well, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm actually, uh. I'm 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 terminally ill, brother brother Terrence, and uh, I I don't you know as far as what the doctors tell me, it it, it could be six months or, or another year, but I know uh, my time here is, is is definitely limited, you know. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, but we're definitely here to help you out with whatever you need or whatever we can help you with. So, what can we do for you? Well, you know, I, I, I truly believe that sometimes people have, you know, I've seen one of them old movies they got where they got a bucket list or whatever they call it, you know, and people trying to do things before they leave here. I, I guess I'm just sitting around trying to figure out what I could do and what I wanted to do before I, I, I left this world and went on to what he has for me next. I, you know, I, I don't believe in, in doing anything unless uh, it's preyed on first. Oh, yeah. Uh, if, if, if you don't mind, maybe you can, uh, you know, before I even tell you my wish, we we pray that the wish will come true. You you you, you, you mind doing anything like that? Oh, no, I don't mind praying. That's what we're here for. Uh, bow your head with me. Yes, 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 sir. Is your head bowed? Yes, sir. Yes, sir, it is. Father God, we come to you in the humblest way we know how. Yeah. Lord, we ask you to touch this young man in every which way he hurt. And then we ask you to deliver him for whatever is going on with him and let him know that we, the church, is here to help him with whatever his needs is in his last days. In Jesus' name I pray. Say amen with me. Amen. 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 That's going to do it. Amen. Amen. Now, you a member of the church here of New 
Well, I, 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 I was a member. I, I still consider myself a member. It's just been quite some time, probably over a year and a half, two years since I've been able to come, you know, due to my, my illness. But uh, uh, definitely I was a member there. Well, that's all right. We're not worried about all that. We're just here to take care of your last and final wish. That's what our ministry is for. You know, we help people with with, with anything they they need. You know, like uh, what 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 all? I mean, when when people call and want things, what all of you you all what all of y'all help them with? Well, we've uh, helped them with their rent, uh, take them to the store. Uh, help them with a utility bill, come out and cut the grass, anything like that they, they just can't do. Take them to the doctor's appointment, anything we'd like to help them with, we do exactly that. Okay, well, I I, I, I pretty much got those things taken care of. I, I think what I'd like to do, between you and, and, and myself, Brother Chandler, I've never told anyone this, this, what I'm about to tell you. Uh, I, I've, I've never been with a, with a, with a woman before. Huh? I, 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 I'm, you know, I'm 38, but I've never been with a woman. Well, uh, I, I guess that might be a blessing. You might, you might be pure. That's a good thing. Well, you know, but sometimes, you know, I, I guess before I leave, I, I guess that's a desire that I have. And 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 uh, what I wanted to ask you was, there is a lady there at the church. Uh huh. And before I leave, I, I think that's the woman that I would actually like to, 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 to be with. Well, I don't know if Make-A-Wish Ministry can uh, support that kind of stuff, but uh, go ahead, let me hear. Okay, the, the, the lady that I'm, I'm actually interested in, actually, uh, I, I, she works at the church, too. Oh, really? Well, now, see, she's kind of a tall one. She's about 5'9", mm-hmm. and she's probably about a size 8, uh, beautiful long legs, man, and, 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 and sandy type of hair, sandy color, sandy brown. Man, and I mean she look like caramel. Hold on a minute. What? What's her name? Uh, I think her name Linda. Now, hold on. That's my wife. What you mean? Go ahead, say it. Wait, 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 wait. 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 Linda's your wife? Yeah, that's my wife. You sorry, okay. What do you mean? Well, well, Talk. Listen, y'all are a ministry. Now, now, if y'all are supposed to be taking care of people on Make-A-Wish and, and taking care of what they want before they leave this world, if that's my wish, what is the problem? Listen here, you didn't cross every line there was about this man, so I don't give a damn about it no more. You talking about sleeping with my wife. If I see you, I'm going to do something to you. They ain't going to even be able to recognize you. So what the you talking about messing with my wife, son of a... I'll call Miss Linda myself and see if she don't have a problem with helping me make my wish come true. Go right I'll do ahead that. and call, and you won't call nobody else. That'll be the last call you make. I thought y'all were here to relieve people so they can enjoy themselves before they leave this world. You talking about sleeping with my wife. Are you crazy? But, but if I'm finna leave here, ain't nobody gonna know but you and her. I don't care if you die. I don't care. You ain't sleeping with my wife, and you fool with her. You probably gonna go ahead and die quicker than you need to. I thought this was a ministry. I don't care now you, what now you. Now you over there telling me about dying. Y'all supposed to be a ministry that helps people before they leave the world. I don't care what it is, but you talking about sleeping with my wife. You got an illness, but something must be wrong with your.
brain talking about messing with my wife. Ain't nobody going to even know I've been with your wife once I'm gone. There ain't going to be but the two of y'all. At least you would have helped me before I left No, you. I can't help you with nothing. And let me tell you something. I'm not the preacher. I'm not the pastor. I'm not the deacon. I'm not none of them but if you mess with my wife, you're going to know who I am. I'm going to be the undertaker. Do you understand? I hear what you're saying, but I got one more thing I need to tell you about who I am. You ask it, you ignorant. To go ahead. Let me hear. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your wife, Linda, got me to pray. No, y'all ain't. Got me to pray me, man. You. you wrong for that. Y'all ain't recording this, is you? Man, it's recorded every last bit. Of Lord have mercy. <laughs> Pastor ain't gonna hear this, is he? I got one more thing to ask Lord you, man. What, what is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, Ooh. radio show in the land? Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm, I'm, I'm I don't know. If, if there's ever a prank Hall of Fame, I'm. I'm I mean, I think I mean. You up there like Eddie? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, I think I'm in. I think I'm in the prank hall of fame. I, uh-huh. I like it. I like it. <laughs> there you have it, folks. Okay. The nephew at his most ignorant. That's the truth. All right, nephew. Well, thank you. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment and national news with Miss Ann right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve. So for those of them who may have missed it, please tell us about your big versus battle announcement. This is major. Tell us. On one of the greatest days recognized in the religion of Christianity, mm-hmm. Easter Sunday, yes. mm-hmm. the recognition of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Thank you. That is what the day is. It is one of the most important days in the Christian faith. Mm -hmm. That will be handled from 12 midnight all the way up to that day. Mm. But somewhere, later on that eve, come come on on now, now. after you gave him all his just due, take your time, Uh there will be a versus on Triller. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can get it on Instagram, but it's easier if you just download and go get it on Triller. That living legend himself, Ronald Osley, the Osley brothers, Ron Osley and Ernie Osley, mm-hmm. will be sitting across from the greatest group ever formed, the Elements. Earth! Where? Hey, for you <laughs> oh, that's how they did it, boy. I've seen both these bands live on numerous occasions. I knew the Isley Brothers before I knew Earth Wind. But I will be hosting the verses this Sunday on Easter Sunday. Tune in for two things, y'all. You will see the greatest string of hits ever put on verses, period. Okay. There's no okay. one okay. that has uh-huh. been on Versus that's got more hits mm-hmm. than these two damn people right here. Okay. Right. 
Bet. And you got the, and you got the verses, verse in the verses. Okay. Bet. First of all, there's been nobody on verses. There's been some great artists now. I'm not oh, saying yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Some outstanding yeah. artists. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Including some Patty legends and some legends in the making. Yeah. But just Ron Osley alone mm. got 22 platinum albums. Woo! Ow. Ow. Woo. Not hits, albums. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's just him. <laughs> so I don't know what to tell you. Hey, Steve, what was that story when you were doing your show about Lil Bow Wow when he was Lil Bow Wow and uh This is a true Ron story. Osley. Uh-huh. Lil Bow Wow came on our show when I had the Steve Harvey show, Steve Hot Tower and the High Tops. Mm-hmm. Ron Osley was the lead singer of our group. He was pretty Tony. Uh-huh. Lil Bow Wow was our special guest that week. Uh-huh. Jermaine Dupree was handling Lil Bow Wow at the time. Jermaine Dupree told him first day he got on the set, when you get around these grown-ass men, don't say nothing to them unless I'm with you. <laughs> Don't open your damn mouth to them. Lil Bow Wow was respectful. We had a good week. Last uh-huh. day of the show, we about to have prayer. We're in a circle holding hands. Uh-huh. Jermaine Dupree ain't nowhere to be found. Lil Bow Wow got between me and uh, Ron Isley. Yeah. And uh, here he come. He looked at Ron Isley and said, you a singer, huh? Jeez. Ron Isley looked down at him and said, yeah, I'm a singer. Uh-huh. Lil Bow Wow said, I got a gold album. You ever had a gold album? Ron Osley say, nah, I ain't never had no gold album, but I got 21 platinum. <laughs> Jermaine Dupree ran over there and go, I told you not to say nothing to the Stupid ass talking to them folk. <laughs> I'll be telling the whole story on verse. All right. All right. <laughs> I'll take us to Miss Ann, Steve. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Grant. Okay, thank you very much, Steve. Good story. This is Antrip with the news. Well, you know, opening statements were made yesterday by both sides in the trial of the white ex-Minneapolis cop named Derek Chauvin, who's accused of the brutal murder of George Floyd. Special Prosecutor Jerry Blackwell went first with a video and this statement. On May 25th of 2020, Mr. Derek Chauvin betrayed this badge when he used excessive and unreasonable force upon the body of Mr. George Floyd. You can believe your eyes. It's a homicide. It's murder. Meanwhile, the defense promises to show that Chauvin was following procedure when he restrained Mr. Floyd and that Floyd was not strangled to death. But uh, and he intend to show that Floyd's drug use and heart problems will be central to his case. Well, with word of that strategy, attorney Benjamin Crump's reaction, basically, don't try it. They will have you believe because he had a trace amount of drugs found in his system. They're saying, oh, that's what killed him. Not what Derek Chauvin did. George Floyd was walking, talking, and breathing just fine until that officer put his knee on his neck. And the only thing that killed George Perry Floyd Jr. on May 25th, 2020, here in Minneapolis, Minnesota, was an overdose of excessive force. George Floyd's killing sparked protests against racism and police brutality actually all over the world. The NAACP, meanwhile, suing over the state of Georgia's newly restrictive voting rights law, calling it intentional discrimination and saying that it should be struck down as unconstitutional. Civil rights organization has been joined in this complaint by the League of Women Voters, by Common Cause, even the Muscogee Creek Native American tribe. 
that massive cargo container ship that got stuck in the Suez Canal about a week ago was freed up yesterday and towed to a nearby lake to check for any damage. The floor of the canal also that links the Mediterranean and Red Seas will also be inspected to see if it was disturbed by the dredging. There were over 360 oil and gas tankers that got stuck behind that darn thing. Yesterday's vote in Bessemer, Alabama, being called one of the most consequential union elections in recent history, voting taking place at Amazon's warehouse. If they vote for unionization, that would really be massive. Amazon is the second largest private employer in the whole country. Finally, lawmakers in the state of New York about to uh, make a recreational marijuana legal. Mary Jane, they used to call it. Uh, it's called the Marijuana Regulation and Taxation Act. Okay, now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Listen, Steve Harvey Nation, we want you to stay woke on this one. Our voting rights are being threatened across this country. Stacey Abrams, our queen, predicted that Georgia Republicans believe that too many Democrats voted. So their focus is on keeping them from voting by any means necessary. Also, that similar voter suppression laws would make their way through GOP-controlled legislatures in other states, but our forever First Lady, Michelle Obama, has something for them. She says that you can do something and take action by contacting your elected officials. The For the People Act incorporates key measures that are urgently needed, including automatic voter registration and other steps to modernize our elections, and a national guarantee of free and fair elections without voter suppression. If enacted, it would be the most significant voting rights and democracy reform in more than half a century. That's more than 50 years. It's been 50 years. What do we need to do? Go to, Steve, go to whenweallvote.org, whenweallvote.org. Fill out the form to contact your senator and help pass critical voting rights reform, okay? One more time, go to whenweallvote.org to fill out the form to contact your senator, okay? This is crucial. It really is. Voter suppression is real. And this right here will help counter what they've done in the state of Georgia Mm -hmm. behind closed doors. Yeah. When Governor Kemp... Trickery. Mm-hmm. signed a 100-page bill mm-hmm. that is filled with nothing but voter op- voter suppression. That's mm-hmm. all it is. And yep. it's targeted Jim Crow. at mm-hmm. our area that mm-hmm. we live in. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, sir. Specifically mm-hmm. targeted. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. This right here. But, 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 but see, I got news for them. It's a new day. It's mm-hmm. not going to work. Mm-hmm. We are going to inform our uh, listeners we are going to educate our voters, and we are going to register more. That's right. We are going that's to yes, register yes. more. That's and you know right. why I know we're going to register more? Because it's more of us. Mm-hmm. It's more of us who have been disenfranchised. Yeah. And there are more of us who understand that there are people who have been disenfranchised that just want everything to be equal. And you just want to try to keep a level of superiority. Those days are done. Yep. Your days are numbered, Governor Kemp. You will not be in office long. We the next time you run, sir, whoever your opponent is, we're going to show up for him. Yep. Yes, sir. Yep. With yes. our snacks in our bag and our water. Okay. We're going to have all. Nothing Hello. about gun control. And I'm passing our water anyway. 
All right. Thank you, Steve. I'm going to have water trucks. (laughs) Coming up in 34 (laughs) minutes after the hour. Uh, This is very serious right now. Uh, Derek Chauvin. uh, Derek Chauvin's trial is underway in Minnesota. We'll talk about that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, yesterday was the first day of the trial of Derek Chauvin. He's on trial for the murder of George Floyd just just 10 months ago. The prosecution played the whole video for the jury. All nine minutes and 29 seconds of it, complete with audio of Floyd gasping, I can't breathe, 27 times, and witnesses urging Chauvin to get off Floyd's neck. One of the witnesses for the prosecutor was the 911 operator, Jenna Lee Scurry. Jenna Lee is a 911 dispatcher who uh, was working on the day of Floyd's death, and she testified that she alerted a police department supervisor that she had uh, a gut instinct that something wasn't wrong, something was wrong, just something just wasn't right. Chauvin is charged with second-degree murder, third-degree murder, and second-degree manslaughter. Uh, the defense argued that George Floyd died of cardiac arrhythmia, hypertension, and coronary disease. He claimed toxicology tests revealed fentanyl and methamphetamine were in Floyd's system, which along with adrenaline, all acted to further compromise an already compromised heart. Oh, really? Well, who brought so you're the adrenaline? Saying... <sighs> right. They're trying to Where say that the was the cause of his from? death and not mm-hmm. Chauvin's knee on what? his neck. That's what? what they're trying to say. Well, listen to me. You can have cancer, diabetes, Alzheimer's, dementia, and arthritis, all at the mm-hmm. same time. Mm-hmm. But if somebody put their knee on your neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds, mm-hmm. and you keep saying, I can't breathe, mm-hmm. it is the lack of oxygen Thank you. that causes anything to be heightened. Right. And your knee on his neck suppressing his esophagus and his breathing passages mm-hmm. his airflow caused not enough oxygen to get to whatever you might say he had, mm-hmm. thus producing his death. That, yeah. my dear friend, is murder. I hope the lawyer is good as you are right there with what you just said. That's murder. Is that good? Yeah. I mean, bro, He's, you you can talk about what's in the system all day long. The problem he wasn't having was fentanyl. The damn problem was the lack of oxygen. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. When he, he called you 27 times on his agree. mother, yeah. when he called on his mother, who was already passed away, mm-hmm. uh, you knew then that you, brother, that's a dead, that's a dead giveaway signal right here. This is almost like a, 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 a deathbed confession. Yeah, you know they take yeah. people's yeah. last words on their mm-hmm. deathbed as mm-hmm. as fact because it really ain't no time to lie. When he called on his mother who was already gone, he knew then he was in trouble. Mm -hmm. And he was dying. And it wasn't because of fentanyl or weak heart or none of that. No. He was fine that day. High pressure, hypertension. He was fine. Yeah. Yeah. When you was cuffing him, he was fine. When you threw him on the ground, he was okay. Mm -hmm. But when you leaned your full body weight on that man's 
back of his neck. And you heard him say 27 times, I can't breathe. And you never once just tried to sit him up. Yeah. And he's cuffed. You had he's five cuffed, police so he can't do anything. Hello. He cuffed. Right. And you got five white men standing there. Mm-hmm. Y'all scared of one black dude that bad? Doing really, nothing. man? Just standing there. No, just man. No. And that says something about the prosecution witness, the 911 operator. She is a witness for the prosecution. And it's very mm-hmm. rare that you see law enforcement testify mm-hmm. against law mm-hmm. enforcement. That's so right. she saw something that was wrong that yeah. day. Wow. You're right. And yeah, and she, she said went it didn't to the supervisor right. and she said, I don't care what y'all call me. Yeah. You mm-hmm. call me a snitch yeah. or whatever. whatever. She knew that wasn't right. Hey, I'm, I'm curious. Is, is, is Minnesota a blue state or a red state? I'm just curious. Mm-hmm. There's a blue state, but it had white police officers with big ass knees. So and that's all yeah. we need to know. Yeah, Chauvin so, could face 10, 10 and a half to 15 years in prison under sentencing guidelines for first time offenders. That's bull crap. Yeah. Yeah. All right, coming up next, the nephew, uh, as we switch gears, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, she gave me more than I bargained for. Let me just say right off the dribble, this is not what you think, okay, at all. (laughs) We'll get into that in just a bit. But right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Nev? Well, a lot of people don't like to talk about it, but I'm going to bring it up. Divorce papers. Divorce. Paper. Right about that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, some people get served. It happens so many different ways. Let's go, cat dog. Mm. Hello. Hello. Yes. I am trying to reach a Jones, please. My name is Attorney Gidry from the Mission uh, Law Firm. Is she available? Yeah, this is she. How you doing, ma'am? I'm actually trying to get some business rectified. Um, dealing with your divorce that took place, I guess, over the last seven whole years. Am I correct? Correct. I got some file up with your paperwork here. Now, you guys had some property that you owned together, I believe, in Avondale. Am I correct? Correct. I'm looking at your paperwork here, Miss Jones. I'm still a Jones. Okay. Now, we're getting down to the property, and that seems to be where the problem lies. This is in Avondale. You guys had some property, and you sold it as you both went and, and split your ways. Right. Um, Looking at the paperwork that I have here, it seems like, it was filled out incorrectly. I don't know how seven years has passed for this to come back and, and fall on my desk to be uh, to get rectified. But um, whatever the dividends were that you guys took and, and, and shared, that you're now looking as if you're owing Mr. Jones an additional $18,000. What? How is that? I, I, ma'am, I don't know. I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I wanted to bring this information to you and see how we can get it rectified. Uh, I'm not looking for you to have that much money uh, available at uh, today, but I do know as a as an attorney for Mr. Jones, I must say that we're trying to get it taken care of as soon as possible. Oh, uh, wait a minute. How, wait, wait, let's back this up. How do I owe him eighteen thousand? I'm, I'm, I'm every, For what reason? Well, the paperwork here, ma'am, seems to be... Yeah, what the paperwork say? It wasn't supposed to be 50%, 50% between you you all. It should have been 75-25, and he being 75% of the property 
owed to him and 25%. Oh, no. I don't know how. What, uh, you know, Louisiana is a community practice, and how could he get 75% and I get 25 Uh, From my understanding that he paid most of the bills when you guys were living together. and That don't have anything to do with that. No, he didn't pay most of the uh, bills. I worked and contributed, too. Right, and I understand that. But my understand from what I have here on the paperwork, and and I understand that you had some contribution to it. But it just seems like you did not um, contribute as much as he did. And yes, indeed, I never heard no like this. I do apologize, ma'am. But what I do need you to do is is definitely not use that type of language while I'm on the phone. Okay. Well, look, I don't really have to talk to you because I know I don't know I don't owe no. Jones, no $18,000, and he didn't overpay me because it was community property. I had two children for him. I left with none. He had everything, and there's no way I'm going to pay him no $18,000. Ma'am, I hate to get a little abrupt with you, but you are going to pay this $18,000. Now, that's going to happen. Now, if I if I have to garnish your check and do it, then that's the way it will have to be done. But the money will be coming to Mr. Kirk Jones in the sum of 18000 Call her back, Kat. Yeah. Look, don't you hang up on me again. Now, if I have to put a lien on your property or put a lien on your ass, which one do you want? Look, and you don't talk to me like that. I talk to you because any way I, I want to. I what you talked about because once I went to court, that all that was over with. You're going to pay $18,000. That's what you're going to do. Uh-huh. Now, I don't want to have to come to your house, ma'am, to pick up this money, but I will. I'm not working. I want to know how do I have to pay him 18000 See, you're not working. That's our problem from the start. That's why it wasn't 50-50. That's why it was 75-25, because you were not holding up no, your... Baby, I work all through the year. I've stayed that man 26 years, and I worked. Well, what is your butt doing now? Nothing. Well, there we go. That seems to be the root of our problem, isn't it? No, it ain't the root of no problem, because I want to know how did Kirk could get a 18%. And Louisiana is a community property. He had his lawyer there, and I had my lawyer. He agreed to it, and that was that. So I don't know how I owe him 18000 Ma'am, that's the way the problem was. Evidently, you didn't read the paperwork that you signed when you and Kirk separated seven years ago. Now, if you didn't read your paperwork correctly, this is why it comes back to bite you in your butt. Oh, no, it's not, because I had a lawyer, and, and he had his lawyer. We agree with everything, was back and forward, and we agree with everything. He signed a paper, and that was that. Well, maybe you didn't have a lawyer that was worth a damn who didn't read the bottom of the paperwork himself. And I had a lawyer and thought I had a good lawyer. That that, And I understand that, ma'am, and that happens a lot of, a lot of time. I can't believe that. And I, and I had two children struggle with him, and we got what we got by both of us work, and this he going to come back and tell, and oh, no, I'm going to fight this. When can we expect a payment starting to work on this 18000 I don't know. Well, I mean, I'm going to have to get a date or something where I can start getting $500 from you per month or something like that. Yes, indeed, 500 a month. I haven't worked. I was working. Up. When you want to sit, I don't think I should have to tell, tell you all this because I need to get talk to me a lawyer because I'm not agreeing to anything because I don't think that no, it's not fair. I tell you. Give me a deadline because I'm going to have to get me a lawyer. As an attorney, I'm trying to keep my composure. As an attorney, ma'am. How do you have the right? And I, I don't have no say-so over this. Are you, are you, have you remarried? No, I haven't. Okay. You, you realize if I don't get the money, uh-huh. then I don't get paid. Right. 
Listen, I'm going to be down in your area uh, probably on Wednesday. Do you think you and I can get together and probably talk about this? Because I want to help you as much as I can. Yeah, because I don't think it's fair to me. Wednesday, where I'm not, I could be there. Well, you think that maybe uh, you and I can get together maybe and work something out? Yeah, because I know I'm not, I mean, I cannot afford to pay Jones no $1,800. He done took the house from me for little or nothing. And I tell you what. I tell you what, I'll do this. I won't I won't tell Mystic Jones anything. But only on one condition, that's me and you being able to work this thing out behind closed doors. What you mean work it out? I mean work it out. What do you mean? What do you think I mean? I don't know, tell me. Well maybe you know, like I'm a, dumb. Some relations or something. Really? Why would you want a relationship with me? Not relationship. You don't even know me. Not relationship, but just, you know, maybe kinda kick Take care of you what way. I'm dumb. I don't know. I don't know nothing about life. I think you know a whole lot about life. No, I don't. But why is you messing with me? I just want to see if we can maybe get together. I'll throw all this paperwork out and I'll let you know it's not possible. But, I, but I'm if you not meet me, up. you meet me Wednesday, I'll make this thing go away. I don't believe this. i tell you what else you ain't going to believe. What? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your sister Janice. <laughs> you no good. <laughs> the air, huh? I got Janice on the phone. I got her, I got her grandbaby on the phone. You just got <laughs> by the whole family. <laughs> Boy. Did you hear that New Orleans in her voice? Did All you day. Yes, I heard that accent. <laughs> the N-O, baby. Hey, catch me Friday night. It's going down. That's right. Ready to love. This is the premiere season four. You don't want to miss it. Ready to love. Texas style hosted by yours truly on the OWN Network. That's 9, 8 Central on OWN. Got big surprises, a lot of twists and turns, a lot of curveballs. Tune in. I appreciate y'all watching your boy get down a little bit. Okay? Thank you so much. Thank you, Jesus, for a show. Thank you, Jesus. Congratulations on season four, nephew. All right, coming up, subject, she gave me more than I bargained for. That is the subject of the strawberry letter. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Subject, she gave me more than I bargained for. Dear Stephen Shirley, I need your help on how to resolve a big mess with one of my girlfriends. I have a nonprofit organization for homeless women, and I provide clothing and toiletries for the ladies. I've been using part of my living room to sort donations. An old friend of mine recently lost weight and donated her old clothes to my organization. I went by her house to pick up the items, and I was happy to see that she had two big black 
black garbage bags full of clothes. My trunk was already full, so she put the two bags on my back seat. As I drove home, I noticed something flying around the car. I pulled over to see what it was, and I was grossed out when I saw it was a big brown roach on my back seat. I didn't know how it got in there, but I live in a humid city, so it could have crawled in from the outside. I went on home and put both bags in my living room, and I opened the bags to peek inside, then got distracted by the phone ringing. I went back into my living room a few minutes later to find a roach crawling on the windowsill and another roach crawling on the mirror. I was so startled and grossed out, but I managed to get a cell phone video of the bugs. I called my husband at work, and he came straight home. He checked my car and found two small roaches in there. He called an exterminator to come immediately to spray the house and my car. Be quiet, you guys. I called my girlfriend and told her I threw her clothes away because they were full of roaches. I asked her to reimburse us for the exterminator, and she told me to go to hell. I sent her the roach video, and she blocked my number. How can she act like this? Should we take her to court for the money? Really? To court? Come on now. I, I know you're mad and grossed out and everything, and, and I definitely will be, would be too, because ew, ew, ew. Uh, but uh, stop, okay? She, she's Just not giving you anything back. Uh, you will not be reimbursed. You sound crazy and ungrateful to her. Why? Because people with roaches always, always, always act like it's no big deal. They always act like that. <laughs> it's just a darn roach, okay? I can't for the life of me understand this logic, but it is what it is. Um, I, I think maybe they see roaches so much that uh, maybe they become immune to them or, you know, they're just part of the furniture, whatever. I don't know. So you're just going to have to take an L on this one and go on with your life, okay? Uh, nothing is going to change. Uh, you're not going to resolve this issue with her. Be glad you could afford an exterminator so you wouldn't have to deal with as many roaches as she's dealing with in her house, okay? Like her. That's it. Nothing. Just move on. Nothing is going to happen. Is, is roaches, in her opinion, in her mind. Steve? Should we take her to court for the money? Girl. Stop. Do you know how much you got? To go to court, you're going to have to take off work. You got to miss days. You got to get some lawyers. How much was the exterminator? The roaches just got there. They hadn't even had a chance to set up. Your husband had the exterminator come that day. Now, let's just come to something. You went over there. You picked up the clothes your damn self. You put them in the back seat. See, that's what you get. See, when you go picking up bags, you need to open up and look inside. Yes. They was in there because this bag was full of roaches. You can believe this now. They Ew. were full of roaches. <laughs> they done oh. got out in the car. Little what? was too. Yeah. Little was there and making kids in this bag. <laughs> <laughs> These roaches been down in that bag. That ain't no bag. 
that's that that has like the, the that's that's like a hotel now. They're in there, they're in there making little roaches, big roaches. Mm-hmm. Now, you're in the car and you notice something was flying around. <laughs> you say you live in a humid city, so it could have flew from in outside. Well, let me ask you something. Was the windows down? Cause it mm. didn't sound like it. <laughs> it's not. She had the air on. So you had the air on. So now you already know it ain't came in through the window. I didn't know how I got in there, so you uh you could have crawled in from outside. So you get home and you put both your bags down in your living room and you open the bags to peek inside. This ain't time for peeking. You got to look. <laughs> Search. When, when you see a roach, <laughs> peeking is over. The roach is peaks. You got to look, see, stone. <laughs> One more time. Come on. This roaches peak. Uh huh. You got to look, see, yeah. uh-huh. stone. <laughs> you got to get these roaches before they get to them walls. Woo, too late. If one pregnant roach get in that wall, it's a wrap. Good Lord Almighty. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, you know where they came from. Because <laughs> right. when you came back and got distracted by the phone call, you came back to the bag and you found they had started coming out the bag. They was on the window and the window seal. You probably ain't see the one that got up under the console. Okay, hold that thought right there, Steve. We'll have part two of the response. Coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Subject, she gave me more than I bargained for. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. Subject, she gave me more than I bargained for. This damn letter is about roaches. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, had us all full of hope with the title. She gave me more than I bargained for. I was thinking, boy, what you complaining for? Right. No, this lady got a girlfriend. She collect clothing for homeless people. Her girl told her she got two big bags over here. Now, them bags been sitting there for a while. You took them, they couldn't fit in your trunk, you put them in the back seat. Put them in the back seat, and you noticed on the way home something was flying around in the car. That was a roach. You got out, you took the bags and put them in the house, you decided to peek inside, like I said before. When we dealing with roaches, you got, there ain't no peeking. When you dealing with roaches, you got this look, see, stomp. That's how this works. LST. You got to be LST. You got to look, I mean LSS. see, stomp. Yes, LSS. So now, you get distracted. You come back. You peek in the bag that's full of, it's a garbage bag full of clothes. You notice that it was a, 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 a roach had got out was crawling on the windowsill uh-huh. and another roach was crawling on the mirror. They was they had been in that bag for a while, so they was heading to the light. New lane. But now so all roaches don't like light, so a couple of them roaches got out that bag and got up under some. <laughs> you got scared, called your husband. He came right home, because I be damned. Here I have been working my whole life trying to get out of my prior conditions. And now I'm over here. What what roach? 
<laughs> Plus, you panic. Y'all call exterminator. Boom. But he went outside in the car, and he found two small roaches in there. Now, let me explain something to you. Roaches can survive in a car. They can breathe oh, in Lord. a car. Everybody done wasted a french fry down that little seat, right between the console and the seat. That's huge. Everybody, everybody done had a little crumb from a donut. Yeah. One whole french fry can pretty much hold a hundred roaches. hundred roaches? One long ass french fry can feed a hundred roaches for a week. I don't know that for a fact, but it just seems like they can hang in there. Okay. So now, you called your girlfriend and you told her that you threw her clothes away because they was full of roaches. Mm. Now, without doing anything, you asked this woman to reimburse y'all for the exterminate. Mm -hmm. But see, you was talking to her crazy. That's what happened. See, you ain't put that in the letter. Girl, I came over your house and you gonna gave me funky-ass clothes and there's roaches in my car and in my house and we'd have had to get an exterminator. You owe us an, for the exterminator. Mm. She done hung up on you. Your husband took a video of the roaches. Like, who need a video of a damn roach? <laughs> Just because it's a video of a damn roach don't mean it's her roaches. Because, uh -huh. <laughs> see, let me tell you by law, once the roaches are transported... Those are no longer her roaches. Them is your roaches. These is your roaches. Transported roaches. Yes, that's a law. Once, once roaches leave your property line, them are not your roaches anymore. They have thumbed a ride somewhere else, and they are now belong to the new owners that has the donation center for the homeless. These is all court cases yeah. that I'm like dealing with right now. So I'm just going to tell you in the court of common sense, these are your roaches and she cannot reimburse you for your roaches. And you, you crazy for writing us. Yeah. Yes. This is just about roaches. We don't care. And the lady with the roaches doesn't care. Now, let me oh, ask you a question. Now, I want an honest answer. Anybody in here didn't grow up and didn't see no roaches at their house? Oh, you see them. Oh, man. Oh. You see them. So now, why she acting brand new? I don't yeah. know. You know, like she don't know what a roach is. Oh, my God, a roach. But, but. Herbert. I will say this, Steve. Having a couple of roaches every now and again is different from an infestation, like living with them, you know? It, like it, it sounds like she packed them this up. This woman, yeah, it was an infestation. She lived with roaches on a daily basis. That's why it was no big deal to her. That, roaches. Kill roaches and continue conversation. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm that. saying. You People with roaches don't, don't care. You that. sound crazy to this woman. I played cards at my partner's house. Terminator whose house had been overrun with roaches. And we be Come up on. in there all night just putting wine bottles on top of the roaches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To kill them. So you know how many roaches I kill that's with the nasty. big joker. <laughs> Bam, that's your book. <laughs> Pick them up, partner. Yo, I done kill roaches with pool sticks. 
Uh, all kind of stuff, man. I'm not that comfortable. This, okay. ain't, we, this letter ain't even worth having. No, no, no. You're not going to get your money back. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey She's FM on Instagram and Facebook. Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up in 46 minutes after the hour, Sports Talk with Junior right here, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Junior is here with Sports Talk. What you got, Junior? All right, Shirley, first let me tell you, the Steve Harvey Morning Show and Walmart Family Mobile want to help you pay your bills this tax season. Enter for a chance to win a high-end smartphone, six months of Walmart Family Mobile service, plus $2,500 cash. Enter and get rules at steveharveyfm.com. All thanks to Walmart Family Mobile, you can get 40 gigabytes for under $40 a month from Walmart Family Mobile, powered by T-Mobile. Get all the info at steveharveyfm.com. Now, with that out of the way, Unc, we, you went and played golf yesterday, didn't you? Yes, sir. How'd yes, it go? Sir. How you how you shoot? How you feel? You well, I took, I, t- I took golf lessons most of the day. Uh-huh. I'm not a great golfer by any stretch of the imagination. Mm-hmm. I just love playing, so, you know. Uh-huh. I wish I had a great swing. I don't, but, you know, I, c- I can bogey my way around the golf course, and every now and then I get me a par. I feel pretty good. Got me a birdie last week, though. Ooh, you couldn't talk to me. <laughs> boy, boy, you couldn't talk to me. When you get a birdie, you yeah, can't say nothing. What? When you pull that ball out the hole, how you look? Like he was on tour? Hell yeah, I look around. I, I bend over. Just with the one knee with the other leg stuck straight out. That other leg, I don't bend. And I bend down real slow, and I pick it up, and I look at it, and then I, I wipe yeah. it off, you know, like I yeah. got something on the ball. Mm. Then I look around and put it in my pocket. Yeah. Heard <laughs> mm-hmm. Ain't nothing wrong with that, man. Anyway, and I want to give a shout out to the University of Houston for making it to the Final Four. Yes, Thank sir. y'all for keeping the city going. At least we have Woo. one team that can do their job. That's about all we got. That's <laughs> it. Go Cougs. Yeah, the Go Cougs. I mean, that's about the mm. only thing we yeah. got going in Houston mm. really well right now. So, uh, Final Four, baby. Yeah, you Final Four appearance. We ain't been, hey, Tom, they ain't been down there since 1984. Remember Fly Slam and I, I just want yeah. somebody to beat Gonzaga. I'm so sick of hearing about them. Oh, man. Them boys nice, man. Gonzaga got a squad. Yeah, whatever. Michigan is nice, man. <laughs> I love That's Michigan, That's who I'm man. pulling for. I'm pulling for Juwan Howard in Woo-hoo! Come on, Juwan. Oh, where you going to watch Final Four at? You going to watch it at the house? You ain't watch it, dude. I ain't watch it. Ain't it ain't the Super Bowl. <laughs> Wait, what? You know, Junior, what? Yeah. He got to get yeah. ready for the verses back. Yeah, he got to watch the verses. He got to get ready for the verses. He doesn't even know Final what he's going to Monday. <laughs> Dog, all I'm doing this week is golfing and getting ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to get each one of my fingernails pedicured a day. <laughs> That's how I'm going to take my time. That's how you going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to get two toes, let me get two one fingers finger pedicured each day. Two giant musicals. I'm finna be sitting between the hits, boy. <laughs> All right, so listen, guys. This is coming up next. Environmental scientists warn, guys, penises are shrinking Due what? to pollution. Yeah, we'll talk about it right after this. Oh, that's <laughs> what's been going on. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, in trending science news, guys, listen closely to this. Dr. Shauna Swan, who is a professor of environmental medicine at New York City's Mount Sinai Hospital, made the startling claim in a new book of hers explaining that based on her research, male penises are getting historically smaller due to manufacturing byproducts. The substance in question is called flatulates, which are chemicals created in the production of plastics, when exposed to the human endocrine system, screws with our national hormone process, uh, a dynamic that Dr. Swan says is affecting our reproductive organs. She cites different peer-reviewed studies in her findings, which, which say there's a scary trend of modern-day babies being born with noticeably shorter members, which she directly links to the flathylates, uh, she says, are seeping into our toys and even some foods we eat getting historically smaller due to manufacturing Well, I ain't eating no toys, so I know good hell well. <laughs> That's oh. what she's saying. Well, plastics. She's saying plastics. Well, I don't yeah. eat plastic. The, plastic which are is what's doing it. Which are chemical flatulates. This which are, on me. <laughs> uh, the substance in question is called flatulates, which are chemicals created in the production of plastics. Now we got to read the boxes now. I don't like yeah. So, so which, like, if we drinking out of a plastic bottle, that's mm-hmm. part of it? Which, mm-hmm. when exposed to the human you drink endocrine a lot system, of water out messes of up our hor- hormone process. I do. Mm-hmm. Well, that is. Mm-hmm. So, what so she says, uh, the doctor says. But it's stunting your growth everywhere. <laughs> Shut up, Steve. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, Dr. Swan says, if, if, guys, if we don't do something about this, men can be impotent by the year 2045. How does she know all that? How, how many men she didn't check to see? She's a doctor. She's a doctor. And that's what she well, How many does. people she didn't check to know that She's this is happening? She's a professor happened. of environmental medicine. She, she I know works good and hell well I'm going to be empty, impotent by 2045. <laughs> I already know that. <laughs> how do you know that? You're so healthy. There's no way in hell. <laughs> I'm going to still be the man I am in 30 years. I already know that. Wait, how old are you going to be? 94 at 30? Yeah, I'm not even going to want to then. Well, I mean. I'm going to save all my energy for waking up tomorrow. Yeah, and I I said endocrine system. It's an endocrine. Endocrine system. Mm -hmm. Endocrine. Now, what that look like? What endocrine look like? What is that? Uh, It's a cream? No, you had that. Okay, let me just tell you what it says in the dictionary. I looked it up. Secreting internally, producing secretions that are distributed in the body by way of the bloodstream. Mm. Hormones produced by the endocrine system. Of or relating to affecting or resembling an endocrine gland or secretion. Endocrine. Sound like it's a crisis. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, right now, yeah. I'm gonna keep checking mine daily and making sure it ain't losing. You don't even know what it was. Like you, like you check your prostate and yeah. yes. <laughs> give yourself waxes, I don't even bikini waxes. Stuff. It has no effect that. on me right now. So. Would you say <laughs> it has no effect on me right now? So I don't give a damn about the story. Glad Whatever gonna happen in 2045? How many years is that? 24. That's 20. 24 years from now. Yeah, 24 mm-hmm. years from now. 23. Yeah, 23. I'll be. Working. Oh, yeah, 23 years, my math. I'll be 87. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not going to be concerned. You're not going to be concerned about that. Mm. 
What, what about the rest of the guys? Aren't the older men who t- who take the blue pill? Aren't aren't they still active at that age, Steve? Some of oh, them. I'm gonna be fine. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be chewing them like a candy. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna have Popping them. Like I'm gonna have them around my neck. It's like like a Halloween necklace with the candy on it. With the candy on it. Yeah, I'm gonna just have Viagra around my neck, just like like chitlets. Just every five <laughs> minutes. I'm gonna just bite one off, chew it. Uh, wow. All right, I have so heard it all you, today. You, you, yeah, you guys have been warned, so uh, govern yourselves accordingly. More of today's trending stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up in about 20 minutes right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, the countdown is on this Thursday, guys. Please check out our Facebook Live happy hour. Uh, I will be there. Of course, Carla will be there. We'll do it again uh, from okay. the, on the Steve Harvey Morning Show page, just like we did it before, sponsored by Seagram's Escapes. It is going down this Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Yes. Happiness. Yeah, yes, it was fun. Yeah, ladies. We had a great time. Wow. Yes, we did. Yes, we, we did. Fun. We had a great time. Did y'all have like a theme or something? It was, oh, no, that was, that was different. That was a uh, Women's Day show y'all did. Oh, this is the oh, happy yes. hour thing. Are y'all yeah, doing this like is, a theme yeah. or something? Mm-hmm. Our Facebook yeah, we do have hour. a theme. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have a theme. We're going to talk about beauty and self-care. And, and our uh, signature just drinks. Ladies. Mm-hmm. Yes. We'll have some yeah. signature cocktails. <laughs> sure. Stop. <laughs> We will. Yes, we will. We will. Yes, we will. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. But we're we'll gonna just have water fun. yours now, Shirley. Don't <laughs> think <laughs> They're so pretty, and we'll we'll have a lot of fun with it. So if you guys can join us, please uh, do. I'm gonna join again. What time? Yeah, thank yes. you, thank you, uh, Junior. I'll you tune did in. last time. It's yeah. this Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Steve Harvey Morning Show page. We're going. Live, okay? Yeah, it's gonna be live. I mean, you know, I probably if I if I get off that golf course, I'm gonna go on and do it. All right, guys, please join us. We'd love to have you. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, And we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, yesterday was the first day of the trial of Derek Chauvin. He's on trial for the murder of George Floyd just just 10 months ago. The prosecution played the whole video for the jury. All nine minutes and 29 seconds of it, complete with audio of Floyd gasping, I can't breathe, 27 times. And witnesses urging Chauvin to get off Floyd's neck. One of the witnesses for the prosecutor was the 911 operator, Jenna Lee Scurry. Jenna Lee is a 911 dispatcher who uh, was working on the day of Floyd's death, and she testified that she alerted a police department supervisor that she had uh, a gut instinct that something wasn't wrong, something was wrong, just something just wasn't right. Chauvin is charged with second degree murder, third degree murder, and second degree manslaughter. Uh, The defense argued that George Floyd died of cardiac arrhythmia, hypertension, and coronary disease. He claimed toxicology tests revealed fentanyl and methamphetamine were in Floyd's system, which along with adrenaline, all acted to further compromise an already compromised heart. Oh, really? Well, who brought so the you're adrenaline? Saying... Oh, right. They're trying to Where say that the was the cause of his from? death and not mm-hmm. Chauvin's knee on what? his neck. That's what? what they're trying to say. Well, listen to me. You can have cancer. 
diabetes, Alzheimer's, dementia, and arthritis, all at the mm-hmm. same time. But if somebody put their knee on your neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds, and you keep saying, I can't breathe, Mm -hmm. it is the lack of oxygen that causes anything to be heightened. And your knee on his neck suppressing his esophagus and his breathing passages, Mm -hmm. his airflow, caused not enough oxygen to get to whatever you might say he had. Thus, producing his death. That, my dear friend, is murder. I hope the lawyer is good as you are right there with what you just said. That's murder. Is that good? Yeah. I mean, bro, you you can talk about what's in the system all day long. The problem he wasn't having was fentanyl. The damn problem was the lack of oxygen. Mm -hmm. Yes. When he called twenty-seven times on his mother. When he called on his mother, who was already passed away, mm-hmm. uh, you knew then that you, brother, that's a dead, that's a dead giveaway signal right here. This is almost like a, 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 a deathbed confession. Yeah, you know they take yeah. people's yeah. last words on their deathbed as mm-hmm. as fact because it really ain't no time to lie. When he called on his mother, who was already gone, mm-hmm. he knew then. He was in trouble. Coming up, we'll have our last break of the day and, of course, some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey at 49 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are, guys, our last break of the day. And before we get to Steve's closing remarks today, we want to say please continue your prayers for our neighbors in Tennessee. They are dealing with the flooding from those flash flood thunderstorms over the weekend. It struck Nashville and the surrounding areas. Please keep the state of Tennessee and the city of Nashville in your prayers, please. Absolutely. Mother uh-huh. Nature is not playing. Mm-hmm. Man. Nope, 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 uh, nope, nope. Unexpected mm-hmm. showers mm-hmm. like that, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. came from out of nowhere. Time we for know you, about Steve. flooding. Trust me, mm-hmm. we know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we praying for you. We know all about absolutely. it. Absolutely, absolutely. You yes, know, uh, this thing that they've passed in Georgia, I want to talk to you all about what's going on with these elections and the results of it. And what happened recently in the state of Georgia is that these uh, Republicans went behind closed doors with their governor and signed into a bill, signed into law, some type of law called the the Election Integrity Act or something like Mm -hmm. that, which is really just a voter suppression act. They gave it a dressed up name, but all it is, y'all, is a Voter Suppression Act. It is designed to follow down the dark, devious, lying path that Donald Trump set when he claimed that the election was stolen. When they full well know it wasn't stolen. But what they were, they were shocked and surprised at the voter turnout in Georgia, Philadelphia, Detroit, Milwaukee, Philly, and Atlanta. They were just stunned. And so now they're going, wait a minute, they're voting now? So now they're coming up with ways to openly suppress our vote. This is aimed directly at us 
and the newfound power that we exhibited in the last presidential election. And they don't want it to repeat. So it started with this group of supremacists down in Georgia who are now openly saying we're going to have a Voter Integrity Act, which is nothing but a voter suppression act, to stop these people with these mail-in ballots. We're going to make it so hard to vote. We gonna, you can't pass our water in line no more. What? So you kill any act of human kindness, we're going to make you thirsty till you want to get out of line. So they did this right here. See, now what they do not understand is what I'm about to tell them. That in this last election, your chosen president, Donald Trump, awakened a sleeping giant. And that giant is us. You did us so wrong, so openly, so blatantly, so in our face, that we woke up and we went, what? You're doing this to us openly? And so now you woke us up. You woke us up in Philly, Milwaukee, Detroit, Georgia. You really woke us up in Texas, man. We almost flipped that thing blue over there. You woke us up with your hatred, with your divisiveness. You woke us up and you woke up people who were not of color who didn't really realize what was being done to us, but who are good people and said, you know what, I'm with them on this right here. Black lives do really matter. See, you couldn't flip the script or the narrative on it anymore. And you woke us up. And now we're going to combat this Voter Suppression Act, this Voter Integrity Act that was done in Georgia with the For the People Act, which is gonna be one of the greatest voter initiatives ever done in over a half a century. And all you got to do is when we all go to whenweallvote.org to find out what you need to do to put into play the For the People Act. Because see, enough of this. Enough of this trying to make it unequal. These people are openly trying to make it unequal. I've always known in my 64 years that you didn't want it to be equal. I'm going to just be honest with you. I've always known that. But you've kind of surprised the younger generation because they didn't know how dirty you really were. How really hateful you really, really are. And you know what? It's just enough of them to make this country just a bad place to be in right now. Because as much as we want to say this is not our country, this very much is our country. This is the country we live in. And we're not having it. And we're not going back to the way it used to be. You're not making America great again in your estimation. No, we are now a viable voting act block. We are going to perform that way from now on. We are going to protect our people in power. We are going to get behind our people who need our votes. And we just proved it with the election of Warnock and Arsoff down in Georgia. But we proved it when we got rid of Donald Trump. Now, you can bring Donald Trump back if you want to. As a matter of fact, I hope you do let him rerun. But he's a bit busy right now because he's really tied up with a lot of legal stuff right now. So it's going to be a little draining for him to try to run again 
And I hope you sit there and hope and wait on him to run because now you know what you're going to do, what you did last time. You're going to, again, not prepare a candidate, and you're going to end. That's how you ended up with Donald Trump. Well, this time, no matter who you end up with, he's not getting in. And Governor Kemp, the next time yours come up, you won't be getting in. Because just like we put Ossoff and Warnock in, we're going to show up and put you out. It's not enough of you to keep you in. It's enough of us to keep you out. The giant is awakened now, y'all. And we are forever going to be a formidable voting block. Welcome to how America really going to get made great. Not again, but maybe finally. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 